came here for some music. It kind of happened really organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker. Well, here's an anecdote that I hadn't heard before. Maybe you haven't either. Pete Townsend remembered being asked to appear on Michael Jackson's Thriller album in 1982. I had not heard this. Pete Townsend says he chose not to accept the invitation, but recommended Eddie Van Halen instead, because apparently the Michael Jackson camp was not aware of Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> I don't know about you, but sometimes, as genius a musician as he is, I take what Pete Townsend says with a grain of salt, because he says crazy stuff. Of course, that led to the 1983's Beat It, Eddie Van Halen's iconic solo on it, but uh, Townsend said, I said I couldn't do it, but recommended Eddie, who called, and we chatted. He was utterly charming, happy about the connection, told me how much he was enjoying playing keyboards. They were just getting ready to record Jump at the time. Townsend went on about Van Halen. His smile was just classic, he said, a man in his rightful place, so happy to be doing what he did. As he got older, he became more generous and amusing and self-effacing about his enormous gifts. He shared so many tricks through guitar workshops, online and TV shows, immense talent. He said he was not just an innovative and stylish player with great taste, he was also a laid-back virtuoso showman who just blew us all away every single time. And then again, remember how I said that uh, sometimes you have to take what Pete says with a grain of salt because he says insane things? He finished up by saying, Every shredder today has lost their master, teacher, and guide. So far, so good. He called Eddie the great American guitar player. Again, very nice. And then he concluded, I was hoping he might be president one day. Urch! I don't know. I don't know how that relates, but that's what Pete had to say about Eddie Van Halen. Nice stuff. Metallica and master distiller Dave Pickerel have collaborated on whiskey before. If you haven't had a chance to try it yet, now is the time. They've introduced the new S&M 2 limited edition batch of blackened whiskey, and this is enhanced with Metallica sound from S&M 2. Yeah. It's a Black Noise Sonic Enhancement. The process has been used since Metallica's first Black and Whiskey batch was released back in 2018. During the process, the sound waves extract more flavor from the wood of the whiskey barrels. They play the whiskey music, and apparently the vibrations release flavor from the barrels. Okay, sure, okay, sure. We'll go with that. The first S&M show said Kirk Hammett in 1999 were such a pivotal part of Metallica's evolution. We knew we had to mark the 20th anniversary on an even bigger scale, but without sacrificing any of the intimacy of those shows. The reaction has been incredible to the shows and the album, and we're thrilled to be able to bring those same S&M 2 vibes to Blackened. You know, I like whiskey too, but... Uh... I don't know if I'm buying that theory, but maybe it's a thing. Finally here, I love it when two peacock British rock stars go at it, and they have. Elton John finally spoke out about his falling out with his old buddy Rod Stewart. This is in a bonus chapter of Elton's book, Me. It's just been added for the paperback version. And Elton discussed how their decades-old friendly rivalry descended into acrimony in 2018 after Rod Stewart criticized Elton's announcement of a farewell tour. Stewart called the move dishonest and said retiring was, quote, not rock and roll. Here's Elton's retort. Quote, I certainly didn't feel like I needed a lecture on the feral spirit of rock and roll from somebody who'd spent most of the last decade crowing his way through the great American songbook and have yourself a merry little Christmas. I thought he had cheek complaining about me promoting a tour while he sat on a TV show promoting his own tour. 
So Elton was angry for months. He sent Rod a text and said, listen, we've known each other far too long to fall out over something like this. Stewart apparently didn't respond till he finally sent a message through his manager saying he wasn't able to speak on the phone because he was resting his vocal cords. Wow. Elton says, well, Rod Stewart seemed to be good to appear on talk shows, and he said he had no idea what he did to upset his old friend so much, quote, which is ironic, given the hours I put in over the years deliberately trying to annoy him. Nice. And then, last week, Rod Stewart said it was sad that his relationship with Elton had collapsed the way it did. Rod said, we were real close. I mean, we were very close. He said his last email to Elton, inviting Elton's sons over to play football, was ignored. Asked if he should maybe just pick up the phone and call Elton. Rod replied, quote, let me think about it. I cannot wait for chapter two or four or six or whatever it is of that one. That is the classic rock files.